0: Hey, it's Lacey Broussard and this is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast. From sex and motherhood, birth and relationships, communication and intimacy building, and Taoism and Tantra, we explore topics such as self-care, self-pleasure, body image, jadex, the feminine cycles, creativity in business, and modern spirituality. The Multi-Orgasmic Mama is a place to come for true stories and transformational advice on how to be a mama and a multi-orgasmic woman too. Hello lovely people. Welcome to the multi-orgasmic mama podcast for episode five. Today we're going to talk about soul connections, what it is and the difference between soul connection and attraction, why so few of us experience soul connection, or if we do, why we lose it over time and disconnect from it. The importance of ritual what it is, and how we can create ritual space to return to soul connection and attraction in a way that actually feels safe and doesn't take a ton of time, because God knows I know you don't have a lot of that. We're going to talk about one of my favorite tantric rituals to experience deep connection and honor for your partner whenever you want. And I'm going to explain to you the four-step process for this ritual. It's called Masculine Feminine Worship. So in this episode, you're going to want to be sure to check out the show notes at lacybroussard.com because in this show notes, I'm going to type out the four-step process uh, for this masculine feminine worship that you can print out and do on your own with your partner whenever you want. Soul connection is one of the greatest desires of men and women. So I have sent out tons of surveys to plenty of women. I've gotten back hundreds of responses from women about what they want and long for and their biggest struggles and their relationships and their sex lives. And more than anything else, more than how they wish for a higher libido or how they wish to feel more confident in their bodies. More than that, they long for more intimacy and connection within their relationship. So although this isn't science, I did not conduct some scientific survey here. I simply sent out surveys to people on Facebook and they just replied and that's the results I got. So not science, but you know, a few hundred people can give you a lot of insight into what uh, people are searching for within relationship. And connection and intimacy is the biggest desire that people have. Yet it's the thing we're most afraid of. It's the, We're so terrified of connecting on a deep level because it means that we have to get vulnerable. And it means also, and I think even more of a challenge to experiencing soul connection, is that we have to trust that our partner can hold us in our vulnerability and not lash out or try to fix or Try to have a conversation when it's not time to have a conversation, all that. So, we all long to experience soul connection. It is in our human DNA and it's actually a need. We all need to be seen, loved, and to belong. And that it's hardwired in us because we are social creatures and we thrive on social connection. But, you know, in our modern society, we don't grow up with the same tribal societies that we were really evolved to have. We don't grow up with the same 50 to 60 people who know us intimately throughout our lives that know everything about us. You know, we grew up in usually huge cities, millions of people, and yet we feel lonelier than ever. You know, uh, So all this leads us to seeking and maybe unconsciously too, but still we're seeking soul connection with another. And the interesting thing about soul connection is that we're actually all connected on a soul level, but we don't walk around realizing that all the time. So again, this is my experience of soul connection. It's not definitive. Uh, So my definition is that it's a space of intimate consciousness that you can enter into and connect with a person at a deeper level whenever you want. So most people, when they can enter into the space of intimate consciousness, will call that the person that they can experience this with a soulmate or a twin flame. And honestly, I am not the biggest fan of those terms because, like I just said, my take on soul connections is that we're connected to everyone, everywhere. It's not just exclusive to one person. So it would be kind of silly to say that you have a soulmate with one person, but you're not the other in the grand scheme of things. Now, you know, with these classifications and labels, it makes it easier and it gives us a lingo to talk about our experiences. So I get that. But some people experience many soulmates and twin flame connections throughout their lives. And more commonly though, people don't experience them at all or they do, but they don't know how to navigate that intensity or connection and actually be in a relationship with that person because it's really hard. The one thing about soul connections is that they are undoubtedly intense and you mix that with sexual chemistry and they're almost unbearably intense. So that's why they can be super tricky to navigate and figure out, you know, you're actually meant to be in a relationship with that person or not. So let's take a moment to explain the difference between soul connection and attraction. So soul connection can happen between a kid and an elderly person. It can happen between a heterosexual woman and another heterosexual one. It doesn't matter if you're happily married and you feel connected and pulled toward another man. Soul connection doesn't freaking care. It doesn't have any bounds. It doesn't understand the reality that we live in. It's unbounded and it's pure because it is consciousness and love. It is the consciousness of love. So this is how and why I can say that soul connection is actually always there. We're always all connected to each other uh, because we're always all love, you know, on an existential realm. But... Obviously, we don't experience that on a day-to-day basis with everyone. So attraction, on the other hand, is biology and chemistry. So it's either there or it's not, and you cannot create it. It's more about how someone looks to you, how they smell, uh, your physical desire for them. But when you mix soul connection with attraction, that's what people long for, even though it's really intense and hard to navigate. So when we're talking about two people in a long-term relationship that have felt soul connection and attraction in the beginning, it's easy to lose both along the way, especially when you start a family or have some big life transition that comes along. The attraction is naturally going to fade. So no one goes into a relationship thinking that the attraction that they feel for their partner and the connection they feel that their partner is going to fade yet it always does if you don't put any work into it. I know this can't be the first time you've heard it, but you know what, relationships take work. (laughs) It's one of the saddest things to hear when people break up or separate because they don't feel that sex and connection come naturally anymore. So they make that mean that they're not meant to be with each other. And to me, that sounds just as insane as saying that I expect to be healthy even though I never go to the gym or work out and I eat really unhealthy. Honestly, it's the same fucking thing. So relationships and sex require work. After the initial phase of attraction wears off and the connection fades, it's going to happen. And most people are not prepared to deal with that initial drop. They don't have the tools and techniques. They don't have the capability. They aren't taught um, how to reconnect and how to reignite attraction. So how can we get back attraction and connection over the long term? You know, a lot of us really desire to be in long term relationships and feel connected and attracted throughout the entire course of the relationship. But the truth is, you know, more than 50% of people separate or get divorced. So this is where I have to tell you about ritual space and talk about how important ritual is to your sex and intimate life. You see, if we go around expecting to experience mind-blowing sex and connection all the time without putting any effort into it, well, you're going to be really disappointed. But if you put a little bit of attention, if you decide that you can plan every now and then and create an intention between you and your partner to experience the magic of your connection and attraction, you're much more likely to get the results you're looking for. But it doesn't happen spontaneously all the time. I hate to tell you this, although spontaneous sex and connection is magnificent, we often put way too much meaning on what not having spontaneous sex and connection may or may not mean for your relationship. It's okay to plan sex. Just because you have to plan sex doesn't mean your relationship is over. Honestly, if it's a 50 50, that is amazing. You're doing awesome. If you have to plan sex 50% of the time versus have sex spontaneously 50% of the time, that is pretty ideal. So it's okay if you're not always having spontaneous sex, that doesn't mean you're not meant to be with each other. So what is ritual space? Now, this is my definition that I'm giving you here, but in short, it's a specific time and place that you agree to create a container of safety and trust to experience something sacred together. So my husband has this book and every now and then reads this blog called The Art of Manliness. And in that blog, They talk about the lack of ritual space in a man's life. And I'm going to read you the quote uh, from one of the blog posts that they have because it's so perfect and relates so much to what I want to talk to you about. But it says, the lack of ritual space is the root of restlessness, apathy, alienation, and general boredom many modern day men experience. It's our determination that without ritual, life often seems flat and devoid of rhythm and texture. And I couldn't agree more with the statement. So what excites me the most about Tantra is that there's literally no other spiritual system that merges the sacred and the sexy in ritual space better than the tantric system. So in tantra, we bring intention to our lovemaking. We create a container of trust and love in our lovemaking. We consciously merge consciousness and energy in our lovemaking. And there are so many beautiful rituals that a couple can do together to experience soul connection and attraction intentionally. So one of my favorite Tantric rituals is called Masculine Feminine Worship, or as I like to call it, Pussy and Penis Worship. So right now I'm going to show you how to do Masculine Feminine Worship. So remember that the show notes will have this five-step process uh, written down so you can print it out and do it with your partner. So this process is all about polarity. Polarity being that predominantly the man is the more masculine and the woman is the more feminine. Now that is not always the case in every relationship. Some relationships, uh, the woman is more masculine and the man is more feminine. Or in the case of homosexual relationships, you might both be predominantly more masculine or predominantly you might both be feminine. So it, it's all uh, just dependent on the dynamics of your relationship, but generally speaking, you need polarity within the relationship to keep things really alive and juicy to continue to feel attraction and connection to your partner. So for this exercise, I'm going to talk in terms of a heterosexual relationship where the woman is predominantly feminine and the man is predominantly masculine. So the first step is to set up ritual space. You do this however you like, but make sure your bed's made, make sure the laundry is off the floor, Light some candles, turn on some soft music in the background, and definitely make sure uh, you're showered and fresh and that you have some pillows available to get comfy on. So step two is you're going to ask each other the following questions. When you're ready to begin, you're going to sit across from each other cross-legged, and one of you is going to ask the other, what does being fully in your masculine or feminine mean to you? And you're gonna share what it looks like and feels like and share some of your ideals for manhood or womanhood for yourself. So you can set a timer for this or you can just let uh, one partner go for as long as they they have something to say about it. And when you experience a natural pause, you're gonna ask him or her what supports you as a man or a woman. So if the male partner was answering the questions first you're going to switch and the male partner is going to ask the female partner the same questions. For step three you're going to see him or her as the highest version of herself or himself. So as a man or woman you're going to feel yourself transfigure into the highest version of masculinity and femininity. So if you're the man you're going to let yourself transfigure into the highest version of your masculinity. And you're going to feel yourself as a God and you're going to see yourself already as this highest version of yourself while your female partner holds this vision for you simultaneously. And then you'll switch and the female partner will see herself and transfigure herself into her highest version of femininity. And she will see herself as a goddess while the male partner holds this highest vision of her simultaneously. And step four is pussy and penis worship. So this, as juicy as it sounds, ooh, I just love the title, uh, you're going to start with the man or the woman uh, lying down on the bed naked. So, you know, if you haven't undressed at this point, it's time to do that. And the one giving this We'll see your penis worship is going to kneel in between the receiving partner's legs. So the receiving partner is going to take a big deep breath and just allow yourself to receive this worship. This can be a very vulnerable thing to receive. So just breathing into this vulnerability, knowing that it's safe to receive this. And as the female partner giving this worship, you're going to take a moment to look at his penis and feeling it as the home of consciousness, power, strength, and integrity, and having a sense of reverence and awe for his penis. And as you see him in all of this, you're going to anoint his penis with oil as you repeat three times, you are sacred, you are sacred, you are sacred. And finally, the female partner, Will place both of her hands over his penis and kneeling and allowing a sense of love and respect for your man and his body. Then you're going to switch roles. So the female partner will now be lying down naked on the bed, and the male partner will be kneeling in between the female partner's legs. The male partner will take a moment to look at her vulva, seeing it as the home, the temple of power, beauty, energy, love, and sacredness and just begin to have a sense of awe and reverence for this beautiful part of her. And then you'll anoint her vulva with oil as you repeat three times, you are sacred, you are sacred, you are sacred. And then finally, the male partner will place both of his hands over her vulva and kneeling and allowing a sense of love and respect for your woman and her body. So this four-step ritual is really amazing for experiencing deep polarity and connection with your partner that you're just not going to experience on a day-to-day level uh, without bringing some intention and ritual into uh, your sexuality. We put so much time and energy thinking about how much we long for and desire to feel this attraction and connection, especially if you're raising a family or raising kids. You know, it's. It's really easy to get distracted and to lose this polarity and this sense of magic within your relationship. So creating a ritual space to experience this deep soul connection with your partner can be so soul-fulfilling and exciting and magical. And it will definitely help bring back the magic into your sex life that you can experience soul connection within your sex life because a lot of times we tend to separate soul connection from sexual connection and we separate our heart from our pussies or we separate our heart from our penises and that's actually a really strong conditioning for men so being able to enter into this ritual space and to connect the soul and the heart back to the genitals can be a really luscious and juicy experience so i encourage you to try it out and please check out the show notes to print them out and let me know how that goes by emailing me at lacy at and i'd so love to hear your experience or if you have any questions about this ritual or you don't or you aren't quite clear or don't quite understand uh, one of the steps please feel free to email me and ask